Rock, Rock, Rock. No, copyright. Yeah, that's true. Copyright. Can't sing. Isn't there a certain amount of uh, time? I think Can't. it's like three seconds. Probably. I think I, I think you have three seconds maxed it out. You, If you ever watch on live TV, when somebody starts singing like a... Happy birthday. Or anything. Like the other people are like, don't. Like, don't sing. <laughs> people have to... Um, people... Do they have to pay if they have happy birthday on a movie? Like, who do they who do they pay for happy birthday? Whoever. Uh, I know that's true. Like, rest, like restaurants aren't allowed to sing happy birthday. Really? There. That's why all the. That's why all these restaurants have these stupid where they're like, "It's your birthday, it's your birthday." It's because they because uh, happy birthday is copyrighted. So the chain restaurants don't sing happy birthday because. Um, they're the ones that are most likely to have, you know, think about if Applebee's, like if, if a thousand Applebee's across the country all were singing happy birthday, the happy birthday people would probably come for them. They gotta be horrible people. Can you imagine like the happy birthday people? <laughs> Whoever does that has got some issues. <laughs> all right. I gotta find out who they are. We're gonna, we're gonna let them know. <laughs> we're gonna put them on notice. Uh, Okay, happy but birthday, at, copyright. At this point, don't they have enough money? Look, from they me? got sued. Uh, who, who, who did they sue? Happy birthday, copyright suit settled. Uh, Warner Chappelle, Chapel, Chappelle Music. Uh, what the hell is this? Stop taking up most of the screen. Uh, yeah, so, oh no. Look at that. It's it's going to be public domain. Really? And this was from 2015, so maybe oh, happy maybe birthday is legal. Now we can sing happy birthday. Who's the asshole that copyrighted the happy birthday song? I think Warner Chappelle. I don't know. Uh, happy birthday to you is different than happy birthday, right? I don't know. It's happy birthday to Oh you. yeah. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. It I did the time. tune, so yeah. I don't want to <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Hey, how weird is it that people get so amped up over a birthday? That is pretty weird, isn't it? It's so it's so strange how amped people get about their birthday. The Jehovah Witnesses don't. <clears throat> like when the day it was your birthday, like you they were, don't celebrate. Birthdays. You were like, yeah, like it's just another day. Yeah, like, it is what it is. <laughs> I had a good day. Like today, today <laughs> I woke up this morning, and I was like, today's gonna be a good day. I knew. I just got up and I was like, I know today's gonna be a good day. And I got up. Here's how you can tell it's going to be a good day other than that. Got up, made myself a nice cup of coffee, relaxed, drank my coffee with the dog, made an omelet. Okay. And bacon. If I, if you get up and make yourself an omelet and like don't feel like you're in a rush, that's just a superior way to start a day. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it I, is. I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like calm. Like that. Did you listen yeah. to like some soft jazz? <laughs> I listened to uh, to Frankie Valley. Okay. And I listened to Boz Skaggs. <laughs> okay. I definitely don't know who Boz Skaggs is, but I'll be looking him up. Boz Skaggs. All right. And it's a uh, it's a guy or a band. It's a it's a guy. It's a guy. It's okay. a guy. And uh, shit, there was one other song that. I can't remember who else I was listening to, but it was great. Oh, they're coming in hot, colder than a well digger. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeff Ray. laughs> Human rape is in the snow. 
Yeah, Dan, I'll, I'll tell you, it was the perfect omelet, too. Four eggs, because if you think that two eggs is enough for an omelet, I'm sorry to say that you're wrong. How could you do a two-egg omelet? I don't know. You can't even, like... You got to get a smaller pan, I think. Yeah, I guess so. But, no, I rocked the four-egg mozzarella ham. Simple. Simple. I would have liked to have some sharp cheddar in there, but... Uh... So, why... I've always wondered why uh, why go all out with an omelet when you can just do scrambled eggs and throw everything in it the same way. Um, man, there's just something about it. Yeah, something yeah. about. There we go. It's back. We're back on the hot spot. What? Go on the hot spot. Doing the wrong thing. Yeah. I think it's okay. I think it reconnected to that. Um. There we go. Wait. We're connected. Okay, I'm gonna make it so it does good. not connect automatically to the other one. Yeah, I think what Keep happened it so is it, it is tried connected. to jump over to the other internet mid. Uh... Sorry, everybody. We're 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 having it. <laughs> what is psychotropic? Oh, preferably not psychotropic <laughs> mushrooms. Some yeah, crazy guy that really likes omelets came in and just destroyed the set. <laughs> He's like, He's "How like, dare you? Scrambled eggs are better." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But seriously, good like. I, I watch people like do these like fancy omelets. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, you just like throw it all in the pan and be done with it. And you're done. Yeah. Who's got time but I just, to make a perfect omelet? It's, I don't know. It came out perfect. It wasn't that hard. Got the is, the game, is the game started? No, not to one. All right. One NFL. Starts. Hey, go Bills, by the way. Go Holy Bills. Shit, they can beat we get the a hell out of the Patriots? Can we get a beat the shit out of the Patriots <laughs> in, in the playoffs? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I presumed you're both dead. We, you we're know, live, Dan. We were dead for a minute. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the camera. Just so you know, um, we might not have camera at some point. So bear, just stick with us. Stick with us. We'll be here um, talking about breakfast foods. God damn it! Stop doing that. So, <laughs> we're having some technical <laughs> difficulties today we had a little i don't know what's going on with the camera but can, we'll, is, we'll change is, up can you guys see us on, on video? i think they could see us yeah, yeah. If, if we can see us there oh they can see us then they cool. can see us cool all right there if they I, can see us there everyone's pursued <laughs> we're presumed dead now so all right we're back in anyways 
Have you ever been presumed dead before? Yeah, once. <laughs> it's a true story. It really is. Well, my, what? There was a thing on uh, the scanner, and thanks, Dan. <clears throat> they uh, they thought I was like they put that I got into a really bad accident, and like oh. they were emergency airlifting me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you've heard the story. I think so, I've heard the yeah. story. And my uh, my mother freaked out. So I bet. Uh, yeah. But were you there with her? I was at my parents' house, like I was like eighteen and just like drinking beer. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And she kept calling. And, the and you're like, and "You're like, answer. you're like, no, mom, I'm I'm right here." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm terrified of flying. I told her if I'm in an emergency flight, I'm dead. Like, there's no way I'm getting in no helicopter. Like, it's not happening. So I must be dead. Did you tell the story about that on the show? What about your about flying? Y- yeah, your. Uh, Jeez, I don't want somebody to know my fear. Or should we just keep it? Yeah, because you know how people are. They'll like, yeah. you know, they'll someday when I'm running for Congress, somebody will like <laughs> put me in a plane and question me. And yeah. Make me say anything they want to hear. So connect. <clears throat> connect. All right. Well, we'll see what happens here. Um, but we're doing the best we can with with keeping a keeping a good connection going. <clears throat> um Hey Dan, how's the uh, sorted out? How's the campaign trail? How's it going? Are you, yeah, still helping Larry around? What's the? Uh, can we can we get a Larry update? Can we get a Duchess County Libertarian update? Because that'd be great. Yeah, I haven't. That'd be great. I haven't seen much of Larry. I I do follow on Facebook. I follow the page and stuff, but uh, I haven't seen him. I'm sure he's been doing a lot. He usually does. Yeah. but I haven't seen much of him. He's so. a busy man. Yeah, it's and. I can't believe how much energy is in. Huh. I can't believe how much energy is in certain things with the with the libertarian movement is like guys like um, Spike Cohen, who was the vice presidential candidate in 2020, has so much energy. I wake up in the morning to a whole bunch of notifications of like him just posting on Facebook. So this morning, I woke up to a uh, whoa, hey, event coordinator. Damn, Dan. So, all right, looks That's like Dan, good. Dan Donnelly, Larry Sharp, event coordinator. So That's get really in touch cool. with Dan. Maybe I don't know, Dan. Tell us if we should get in touch with you or not if we're planning a Larry event. So um, he's the man to talk to. He's the event coordinator. Yeah, I'm getting fired up about. I'm not sure what the. Uh, I'm waiting for the calendars and and for the uh, redistricting and all that stuff to finally come out, which should be, we'll see. Um, I was expecting something by now, but uh, to be able to see, um, like go down and maybe help some of these guys get some signatures. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Phil. Need a Yates County contact. We have a Yates County contact. I'll be seeing him later. Jeff Bradley oh, okay. is the man. Yeah. Um, I will be, uh, we're going to, we're going to have a little meeting later on tonight. Oh, are you guys? That's yep. cool. Yeah. Uh, Dutchess County. We have a candidate vice chair, Anthony DeLulo, who is running for Wappingers school board. That's pretty cool. School boards are an interesting little niche that libertarians have, have picked up on being like, a much bigger deal than um, than anybody thinks they are. 
I, it's so shocking because I feel like schools are the exact opposite of what a libertarian would want anything to do well, with. That's part of why they want something to do with it. Right. right? So for the most part, so I can't I can't speak on behalf of libertarians, but um, one of the things is that there's a big movement for school choice right now. And to let people um, there, there's a lot of people moving to homeschooling and there's a lot of people moving to um, charter schools, co-ops, all sorts of things like that, um, rather than having, you know, public schools be the only option or the go to or the favorite option. Yes, and, and they're right. So it's you don't need to get. You're not going to get beat by 40,000 votes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it is going to come down. It's going to come down to it. And uh, when, when do you think people stop voting their party lines? You can have a big impact. Um, they don't. You think when like our generation is up there, the party line thing will kind of collapse a little bit? Um, I think that there's a little bit more opportunity for people to get information now. So they, they might be able to consider other candidates yeah, other than what's on their party line. But most people, most voters, uh, sorry to say it, but are pretty lazy and um, they're not going to they're not going to go research the smaller offices as much as um, or even the bigger ones. I mean, even even all the way up to the presidential candidates, so they they just see what's presented in front of them. They don't go dig on on what everything available is and, right um not only that but a lot of them just don't think that somebody that's not wearing a red or blue tie has a chance so they, they just don't bother with it hmm. the thing that i was listening to uh no mary hand today uh, this is her she she gets a week off she's had a couple weeks off now but she's yeah. she's doing good um one hmm. of the things i was listening to a podcast this morning with um hannah cox who's um, been great for the Liberty Movement. And Sounds good, Dan. Very, uh, hey, take it easy, Dan, who is uh, just a nice, smart young lady who's got a nice, a good platform right now. And she and uh, Brad Palumbo interviewed uh, Spike Cohen that I was mentioning. And he talked a lot about how to actually have an impact. And he's put together this uh new program called um you are the power which is which is cool and basically gives people the resources or knowledge that they need to go do the things that they want to do in their community whether it's like fighting a new tax or you know uh, organizing running for office but even beyond that like just you know oh well we want better schools or we want more what we want Whatever, whatever the thing is that you think that you can achieve in your community, mm -hmm. um, kind of giving, giving resources toward that, which I think is really cool. Um, but the one thing he talked a lot about how, you know, at the lower levels, those and, and like what Dan said, at the lower levels, those are the those are the spots where we can get libertarians elected. Um, thousands of them in the next couple of years. But the problem that I've seen um, or the, the difficulty I think that we have in our party is as a smaller party, we also just have less candidates. Like we have less people that are interested in running right. for offices. So um, if you know anybody 
in the area who's a libertarian that's interested in running for office, put them in touch with me. So we'll set them up. Set them up. Set them up. We'll get them going. Yeah, it'd be nice to have them on a ticket. But there's, I. it's just funny. You think about <clears throat> like some of these places and you're just always going to get I mean, I see the the Republican Party's actually starting to like get challenged more than they were around here and other places yeah. too. But I don't know if that's a great thing because now we're just all getting to be one one direction. You know, it's just like well, all going to to the Democrat side. Where I like to see, even though I'm a Republican, I do like to see a little mix of both. I mean, I think that. A little no you should never all have the same view because then you right. get nowhere so right. uh yeah and that's little. and and one thing that larry always talks about is you whether if you're a republican if you're a democrat whatever you should want there to be libertarians on the ballot and you should want there to be libertarians in offices because they will make the republicans better republicans and they'll make the Democrats better Democrats because now instead of choosing the lesser of two evils, you have to actually have a good idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think that's it's a lot of interesting stuff. I know we've got um, around here, village and in New York, across New York, uh, local elections are coming up. And so in, in Penyan, we'll have the, the village elections coming up in Dundee, too, um, in March. Oh boy. Okay. And uh, those are nonpartisan. So there won't be people running as a libertarian or as a Republican or Democrat. You just run as a um, person, right? Well, yeah. Th the one thing that they do allow for is that everybody that runs does have a, a party name, but they just kind of go down and they make up their party name. They say, oh, this is going to be my party name. Right. And they are allowed to run like like say you had three candidates and they're like okay well we want to be the um cut the crap party <laughs> you know yeah and like together they're all going to run for this office they can um have they can choose to use the same party name right huh okay. and, and that would you know kind of signify to voters that okay yeah. these are the these three are the ones that are kind of running as a unit and i'm sure the republican party and the democrat party both back their candidates going into the office in those positions so um i'm not i'm not totally sure what all the rules are surrounding that yeah. um i know that the parties the parties don't actually give the candidates any money they aren't allowed to so they can have an event where it's a fundraiser for i think the they candidate. do a lot of those calls i forget what they're called but where you yeah. reach out and yeah. do those work anymore? Uh, you mean because people don't answer their phone? Yeah. Like, do those work? <laughs> like, when you're sitting there and you're like calling, hey, we just want to tell you about this person. It's like most people are like, no thanks. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's anytime the text somebody messages. somebody calls me like that, I'm like, I probably won't vote for your candidate and like hang up on him. I've That's seen like, some hilarious text messages. But here's the thing what, what gives you like, how entitled are you that you think you can just call people on a whim, like at freaking two o'clock in the afternoon while they're working right? and do that to them? That's not, I mean, like I get it. If you need to call me like 
it better be important, not for some bullshit reason that I have better time to do. Like, there's a lot better way to get in contact with people now than call their freaking cell phone. So I get it. A home call is different. When you call someone's home phone, it's yeah. like, yeah, they're at home. You know, they'll answer. Yeah. It's not as crazy. You know, when you're calling people's cell phone, it's like. When no. the when they did the. No. So my cell phone number is not a New York area code. So I know when I got a scam coming at me usually, which is interesting. Yeah. But like when the uh, when the uh, census a couple years ago, when they were they were calling me, I'd already turned in my census stuff, but they were calling me trying to get me to turn in my census stuff. And they were like, do you live on uh, Tevis Street? It was like, uh, not for the past 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. They thought I lived in Virginia. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I have a Virginia phone number. They're not doing a very good job. They are. But not. you know who does know where you live? The IRS. The IRS. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they just get a hold of the IRS? Because they know where everyone lives. In all seriousness, we probably should just <laughs> instead of having like wasting all the all the funding on doing the census every ten years, we should just say you know just pull it from the IRS database because they know. What would they? What would the IRS honestly do if a bunch of people refused to pay taxes? They would come shoot them. You think that it would get bad? Yeah. Like, well, if- it depends on like how much resistance there was to paying the taxes. They would first they would say, "Hey, seriously, you need to pay these," and then uh, if they said no, f you, they would say no, really, and then they would show up at your house. <laughs> And then they would either, they, you know, they would arrest you and take you to prison. How many people can you take to prison? I'm like, what if you get a bunch of people on, like, to back this? Like, you just get, We've like... got 2.3 million people in prison right now. You think that they're, like, how many people are we... You got to get the correction <laughs> officers on. to not pay them either. You got to put everyone on board. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah well, you... yeah, that might be the end. Yeah. You get the correction Yeah, you, you get the, the cops and the police on board and say, screw all these taxes. There you go. It'd be it'd be interesting to see. I I would love to see a stand a hard stance on something, like anything. It doesn't have to be taxes. Like just a real hard stance on something. Yeah. You hear that, people? All you need to do is just have some conviction. Just stand for stand for something. <laughs> I just and I get it. I get why everyone's like, "Well, I'm not doing that." It's like because. You don't want to be the one that goes to prison. Yeah, you don't want to go down on your own. And that's like, you know, and what if everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. And then everyone's like, oh, no, screw that. Like, remember, everyone is putting money into AMC and all those places. And everyone's like, no, we're holding. Then everyone stopped holding. (laughs) Everyone's like, I'm losing all my money. I thought we were holding. No, no, we're not. We're selling. (laughs) Like, come on. Like the main guy that did that on Reddit, you know he sold. He's like, yeah, these guys. He didn't. He didn't. Oh, did he show proof that he didn't sell? Um, I think he sold. I think he sold some of it. I think that he definitely took some millions of dollars worth of profits. Yeah, but I think he did keep uh pretty substantial. I'm sure he kept a lot, but trust me, that guy cashed out. There's no way. Like he's (laughs) screaming hold and every and he's like sell sell sell. Oh, everybody (laughs) make it. Yeah. That that'd be the same way with the IRS. You know how that would go. Oh, they they, they every, literally everyone would be on board. Like, yeah, fuck that. Let's not pay our taxes. Who cares? Like, what what can they do to all of us? Then the people saying it are like, yeah, no, I'm paying my taxes. You guys, you guys take the stand on your own. That's how people are. It's freaking nuts, man. So I think that's why we don't get any like 
I'd just like to see like a hard stance, like no more. We're done. You can't do this. Just draw a hard line. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to do this anymore. Government. We're done. This is it. Shit, I'm in. No more. Yeah. It would be interesting to see. We'll get out our freedom polls. Yeah. (laughs) Freedom (laughs) polls. You'll smoke polls. (laughs) What? No, freedom poll. You know what a freedom poll? I I was thinking a smoke poll because that's about a freedom freedom poll. Yeah. It's like what they called muskets. Uh, Oh, yeah. Musket. No, uh, freedom (laughs) poll. No, freedom poll is like this historical thing where they used to be like a big wooden pole with a like a red hat on top of it oh really and oh, nice. uh yeah no they it was a big issue it was a big thing during the whiskey rebellion which by the way was the first time that they that the president <laughs> led troops against his own citizens and shot and killed them for not paying taxes wild it was all the way back <laughs> All the way back in the 1790s, they literally just got done signing the Bill of Rights, <laughs> and then they were like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> actually, you you pay- have no rights. They were like, "Actually, we are going to pass a law. It's going to be a tax. It is going to target the poor rural class. It's not going to have a big impact on like even though the the big producers, it's going to cost them more dollars. They're they're going to have more dollars, right? That aren't being you know like we're going to take people that don't even have cash. We're going to charge them this tax in gold, <laughs> in cash, and uh, it it you know. So they said no, we're not going to pay it. Jeez. Like we just got done dumping the tea in the harbor, and they're like, "We're not." Well, that's pay what it. I was gonna say. I've said this a bunch of times. If anyone wants to go to a Lipton tea factory, let's do it. <laughs> Might as well just dump some tea in the harbor. Do you imagine what the DEC would do? Oh my god, they would lose their minds. Can you imagine what the fish would do with all that caffeine? Oh no, it'd be nuts. But the, but the DEC and they're all they're all pretty and... good guys, you know, the conservation <laughs> officers. But you start putting tea in their water, they're gonna be pissed. <laughs> do you do you think there was like an uptick in shark attacks after the the Boston Tea Party? Oh yeah, <laughs> all these sharks are yeah. like what? <laughs> <laughs> Caffeinated, yeah. No, there was some, uh, you know, I bet you there were some like jitters, some, di- you know, real caffeine dependencies out there mm-hmm. that, you know, really took <laughs> took a toll Just on had them. some withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, different subject. So, you know, that the situation with the electric vehicle in my house uh, that we were, she was, Mary was looking for a vehicle. Yeah. So because yeah. she and the whole reason was to be good for the environment (laughs) and she goes to her dad and her dad's like he's your typical republican guy you know so he uh he like exactly what my dad would say he's like well do you really know how those batteries are made so she goes down this rabbit hole the other night really and she's like looking all this stuff up she's like do you know there's kids in mines in mining lithium china and i go I go, yeah, how do you think they get yeah. lithium? And she's like, they're worse. They say lithium's worse than blood diamonds. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, yeah. it is. So she's like going down, like reading it. And she's like, whoa, uh, maybe this isn't like a good stance for the environment. And I was like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, 
Why did it take somebody to tell you this before? Because that's something I look up. And it's strip mining too. Like yeah. it's not clean. There's nothing clean about lithium mining. No. Yeah. So that was a pretty interesting. It went from, oh, you know, electric vehicles are good to, oh, like, and then the whole what happens to the batteries when they die and, you know, where, where do they put them? Uh, well, and, I, I, and this is a sore subject. Have you ever like seen, right now or have you ever seen debates like about electric versus? Oh, yeah. yeah like it's yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. You don't even want to bring it up half the time. The, listen, if you here's the. I'm doing the best thing I can for the environment with my vehicles other than just not having one. Which it, I, I guess, which I'll, is don't drive them. <laughs> part, yeah, part, I've never seen partly, you drive your truck once. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, partly I, I try not to drive if I can walk. Yeah, like why should I drive two blocks? Right, I should not. I should not drive two blocks. But the other thing is, I I know I have more vehicles than I need. <laughs> I know I don't need to have multiple vehicles. That said, um, none of them are new vehicles. Right. So like my newest vehicle is from 2006. 16 years old. It's my newest vehicle. Yeah. And if I can keep it in good enough shape, that that thing should be able to drive a good long time. And the best thing you can do for the environment is not to build a new vehicle. (laughs) Like use the vehicle you have as long as it's not just like pouring out oil and fix it up if you can but like as long as it's not like just spewing fumes driving a vehicle that already exists is far more environmentally friendly than building a new one it's not great it's not as good for the economy um except for my economy it's better for my economy to not buy a brand new vehicle especially at what they cost (laughs) um but the best thing you can do for the environment is just uh but emissions like that's not what I, that's what everyone says is emissions on on vehicles you know back there's before that's what about know, emissions from the factory that builds the car uh, sure hey, can we talk about that for a second that, but people don't talk about, how about it. the the steel how about the emissions from the machines that mine the the iron to make steel yeah, they, and then from the steel making process and then people like, don't want to talk about that that's not i know people want to talk about the source it's the vehicle. Well, I'm doing my part because I, no. I have this. You vehicle, gotta look. You so. gotta. You gotta look deeper than just the surface. Yeah, I know. You gotta put like nasty chemicals into a car. You gotta put gasoline and oil, and sulfuric acid and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the best thing for the environment is to continue to drive an old vehicle. It, it the emissions that they put out is far less than the emissions that it takes to create a new vehicle. Yeah. I mean, you hear the same talks with wind turbines. You know, people are always like, they're good for the environment. Then people bring up like what goes into building one and doing one and everything. And I, it's hard for me to get on subject because I'm not very well educated on any of it. I just, you hear the arguments on both sides and it's like, it always feels like there's more, there's always more, you know, Mm -hmm. that you can research and look up. It's never black and white really on this kind of stuff. So. And they're not really, the other thing with those is they're not really recycling them right now. Really? What do they do with them? Bury them. There's some of them that are starting to get repurposed, but like the original windmills, when they really started to 
catch on those like giant fiberglass uh whatever blades yeah they they don't have anything to do with them they just bury them wow i what about uh why don't we see more of the biodegradable stuff you think it's tough to make that that kind of stuff yeah tougher yeah because i wonder what like goes into making stuff that'll break down on its own and put back into the environment i guess i don't know a lot of research yeah and the other the other thing is i mean you say you take something that's going to break down well that also maybe you know has potential to shorten its life right you know there's there's trade-offs with everything hey talking about short i, I just keep coming up with stuff uh <laughs> so what a, what do you think happened from the 50s and 60s where you buy where you could buy something and it lasts like like we still have it and it's yeah still works. like my grandmother has stuff that i'm like what the hell how old is this thing she's like well yeah. it's been working for 50 years and i'm like jesus like how the hell's this thing alive yeah yeah i mean my grandfather has a pair of ray-bans that he wore in the military like i still have them after he died and they're like they're in great condition there yeah. you go planned yeah. obsolescence that's probably yeah, because so. so yeah, like back then they would build stuff, <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, we're gonna make the best washing machine we can, because it's gonna have our name on it, right? And now they're like, okay, we need to make the fanciest washing machine we can, because it's gonna have our name on it, and somebody's gonna need a new one in three, five, three to three to seven years, so we need to make sure that the parts last three to seven years, and if you try to use it past three to seven years like no so you're supposed to be getting a new one now purposely they're making these things i don't think it's like i I don't maybe i don't know like maybe there's some (laughs) amount of they're like okay well we need to make sure this thing breaks down but i think maybe it's more so that they say okay well really like the expected life before somebody's going to be wanting to get a new one of these if it's 10 years then like we don't really need to build it to make it last past 10 years we don't need to waste money like making it strong enough to last 20 years when somebody's gonna want a new one in 10 years yeah i guess i should ask the guy who was an engineer (laughs) nate probably knows way better about that stuff than than i do but yeah no i wonder that i just like nuclear yeah (laughs) nuclear engineer nuclear that's crazy um (laughs) i love it i can't imagine uh how much school that takes Totally on purpose and documented. Fascinating and infuriating. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I, I should really look it up. I didn't even know there was a name for it, but that makes sense. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it's all part of capitalism, right? You know, it's how you get people's money, yeah, which is not a good part of capitalism. Because as a company, don't you think it would make more sense to build something of great quality so you have amazing reviews and people always want to buy your stuff? Like, wouldn't it be better to be the top manufacturer than to be the guy that's replacing it every couple of years? Well, yeah, but that that's the difference between like a Toyota and a Ford, right? So like Ford's going to have the fancy shit. They're going to like they're going to make it a nice fancy truck and um, Toyota is going to be simpler and it's going to last forever. And there's going to be people who are going to buy the Toyota because it's going to last forever unless it rusts out from under you. They're going to be people that buy the Ford because they want the newest thing. Hmm. 
So there's like, I, I don't know, I think, I think there's a psychology of, there's totally a psychology of consumerism more so than even capitalism. It's more consumerism of like, okay, people are going to want, like some people want the durable tool that's going to last for three generations. And some people want um, like the fancy shit. The fancy shit. Okay. Yeah. That's... And they want the newest, like the newest thing. So you have to keep building something that's like a newer thing rather than just keeping with the standard like this works. Yeah. Well, I, that that's what I think. I yeah. No, we, we should I mean, add Nate on here again. Yeah, we should bring <laughs> Nate on. Nate, that would be a good topic. I'm sure he'd know a lot about it. Can you tell us how to make a nuclear reactor? I, legally, I don't <laughs> think he can. <laughs> that would uh, probably be terrifying. Can, uh, I wonder how big do you think like it's got to be like open source by now. You just have to be able to get the yellow cake. How big do you think? And can you make a really small nuclear reactor? Do you think it has to be big? I don't know, Nate. How, how big is the smallest nuclear reactor? <laughs> Would it fit in this building? Uh, uh, Would it fit? Maybe it's like in tiny. this room. Maybe it's like a pencil sharpener nuclear reactor. Nuclear. Um, we yeah. say like time. Oh, tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah. Yeah, like a tiny nuclear reactor. I don't know. I think it would be hard to control the reaction if it was small, though. I think I think a lot of the... Re- I don't know, Nate can tell. 300 megawatts is a small modular reactor. But, like... So I'm going to Google How it. tall is that? <laughs> <laughs> Nate's like, what are these two going to try to do? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't tell them how to do this stuff. Uh, images here. Whoa, it's not... I don't think... Oh, no, it is pretty big, I think, actually. Yeah, it looks pretty big. Are we talking fourth gen or fifth gen here? Smaller power. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, they're they're actually yeah. pretty big. I don't think it'll fit in this building. No. No, no. unfortunately. So any chance we had at building one is gone. Sorry. There goes... We were going to call it the Manhattan Project. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> Nate's like, leave me out of this. I want nothing to do with what you guys are doing. All right. Well... <laughs> what That is freaking... That's crazy. Uh, now, isn't... We should have asked Nate all this stuff, but nuclear power isn't... I just want... I just Next time we get him on here, we got to get the story about how we met AC Slater. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we... Nate, you... <laughs> There's a lot of things you need to come back so we can talk about because I want to know like how like submarines, there's like nuclear powered submarines and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. they're not massive, right? So they somehow put no, they're a massive. reactor in there, right? They're, I mean nu- nuclear subs are not small. I'm not saying they're small, but they're, they're not, not like the size of the three hundred MW nuclear thing, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how big <laughs> we're going to be going down a freaking rabbit hole. I, I, maybe is it? It might be top secret. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely uh, military grade stuff here. All right, nuclear nu- nuclear submarine size comparison. The, the Sea Wolf, the Los Angeles, the is, Ohio. Is that Kore- the a Korean submarine? Typhoon. I the think typhoon? maybe these ones are Korean. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty wild. The Ohio looks sweet. So, okay, but... <laughs> but this but doesn't how does tell this me. Work? <laughs> Here we go. All right, let's see. The longbow. No, none of these talk about, like, if it, they're run on nuclear power. I think or these two ran. are... Nu- maybe the N is for nuclear. Huh. Nu- nuclear. And maybe... I don't know what the K is for. Yeah, don't know. 
what, save kerosene. This, save this topic. <laughs> kerosene and nuclear. Right. Just that runs just on sounds, kerosene. sounds like a disaster. Nuclear <laughs> submarine. Uh, nuclear propulsion. Uh, oh, they're t- they're typically diesel electric. Uh, no, the the conventional are diesel oh, electric. Right, right, okay. Interesting. Well, Nate, you missed a lot. You know, we you missed us talking about uh, pouring some Lipton <laughs> tea into the bay for taxes. Yeah, you should have should have been here for. Can it. we get some wholesale? <laughs> <laughs> Need some Lipton iced tea. There's got to be a Lipton factory in New York somewhere. We don't have any bays, but well, that's really little. How's that? A nuclear powered attack submarine. Look okay, at that how thing. do you fit a nuke inside that? I I don't think you. <laughs> I don't know. A sub is as tall as a five-story building. Really? Whoa. Okay, it's way bigger than I thought. That's way bigger. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's 50 feet tall. You imagine just being under the ocean in something that's 50 feet tall and just like sneaking around. That's wild. <laughs> the first one was like, didn't they? They did it. Like, it was like the Revolutionary War, right? It was the first like... Was it the Revolutionary War or the Civil War? Oh, Civil War. Yeah, Might Civil War. Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah, I'm way too... Yeah, if that was during Revolution War, like, they were really messed was, up. Was it made out of wood? And like... <laughs> Can you imagine? I think it might have been made out of wood with, with like, iron. I don't know. Be like, rock, know. paper, scissors, shoot. Who's going in it? Like, I'm not... No one's volunteering. It was just like... You know what it was? It was probably just like uh, somebody took a, like, a Rubbermaid bin and put some weights on it and just held it over their head while they walked oh, under the God. river. That is wild. <laughs> that is so crazy. They're like, this is a submarine. I just, <laughs> some of the technology and the like, okay, you guys had submarines, but you're still shooting muskets. Like, well, what? they had, they had more than muskets. This is, this yeah, but is they, nonsense. They could have, they, they could have done, had muskets. they could have done a little better with their, with the manufacturing of guns if they, you can build a submarine. They did. Um, they had the puckle gun, man. <laughs> they had the puckle gun. Oh, God. Oh, they did have, uh, did have that like what the heck was that gun called where you use the lever gatling gun they did have a gatling gun which was kind of cool but yeah the first self-contained cartridge was in 1846 what was the revolver all the all the like freaking jesse james and all those guys were using colt there was a 45 right colt 45 peacemaker yeah was it the peacemaker because that was during that time too crazy no it was a little bit uh it's a little bit later just a little hair later yeah ever read the bottle of a1 a1 sauce and seen when it was made you ever seen was it name? during the civil war yeah it's like somebody was like <laughs> during the civil war was like you know what would make everything a lot better is some badass steak sauce <laughs> It's like, yeah. Oh, those are so funny. The Colt uh-huh. Peacemaker. The gun that won the West. Um, you know, I think Longs maybe. Or no, Lowndes. I think the Lowndes building maybe was built also during the Civil War. Really? Like, I know that there, there's at least one or two buildings on Main Street that were built, like, right in the, right in the middle of the Civil War. It's like, that's interesting to me. Huh. I didn't. Yeah. Well, my like everything doesn't stop. Like you feel like during a civil war, just everything would stop. 
Yeah, if you can make A1 sauce, you can do anything during the Civil War. <laughs> Think about it. Hey, who's at home seriously making, <laughs> making the sauce? Like, they're just like, yeah, screw it. Like, there's like bombs getting shot over there. Yeah. The Heinz like, 57 guy's like, I'm going to I'm gonna kill the A1 guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, that, I said it. He, wow, you did pretty good. <laughs> Holy shit, that was impressive. Lee and Perrins. Lee and Perrins. Oh, that is the best. It's the shit. That stuff's good. You gotta get the lean. But parents. it's expensive. I don't know. But, you know what? It, it costs so much because of that little paper bag that's yeah, on the why, outside. Why of it. does the packaging that's what I've always noticed. <laughs> like the fancier, the best tasting stuff, they have to like dress it up fancy. You don't need to do that. It tastes good. Uh, Frank. Frank. <laughs> oh, Frank, uh Frank's Red Hot. Red Hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, you don't think the bag adds to it? No, like I, what, why? Look at Heinz ketchup. Seriously, like they're the best ketchup. They don't do anything. They just put in a plastic thing and like here, we're ketchup. We're good ketchup. <laughs> like we don't have to pretend we're better because we dress up nicer. Yeah, but you want the th- like same thing with French's you, mustard. But when you're walking down the aisle, you can see French's mustard by the shape of the bottle from. The, the other end of the aisle. Okay. Lee and Perrins, you can pick out that bottle from 30 feet away. So just have them change the shape of their bottle then. Just do some funky, funky shape. And then I they think don't that would be more. Ex- I think that would be more expensive than the paper. I don't think so. I um, bought a lot of glass in my life. If you just like, if you buy it at like bulk, you can get it really cheap. Maybe. Yeah. I'm thinking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We I mean, be... I don't know. Well, are you, is there? You, does you anybody know? have a contact at the at Lee and Perrins? <laughs> Where is that the... even made? Is it made in Worcestershire? Uh, is that is that an actual place? Are you making things up? It's a place in England. Is it? Yeah, I think. I don't know. It's definitely the best. <laughs> Lee and Perrins <clears throat> sauces and marinades. You ever? I know you're not. Before you were carnivore, you ever had that on a uh... yeah UK based subsidiary of Kraft Heinz? Oh, of course Heinz. God, Heinz did everything. God damn it! They they know how to make sauce. That's what they do. Kraft Heinz. I I just can't believe that something that has they such a, such a German name could even still be thriving in the United States after after both of those wars. No, well, are you kidding me? What are you going to do without ketchup? Look, it was made in Worcestershire. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is uh I you should have known it was Heinz. 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 Isn't uh John Kerry's wife Teresa Heinz? She's got like John Kerry made it big off of the Heinz money because he married the Heinz widow. Really? Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it just for oh, the damn. I would have done it for the sauces. I think of that. It would have been the condiments. I'd have been like, oh, so I can get all the free ketchup I want. It was the sauces for me. Yeah. <laughs> she had me at ketchup. <laughs> oh God. No. That it all makes sense. Heinz Heinz owns it. So I've had a you ever had smoked ketchup? I'm not a big ketchup eater, but no, really? no, I haven't. No, no it's pretty good. good. It's good. It. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the Laurentide um, has the uh, has the Imperial Stout back on. Okay. 
and it, it it's but it's a, a little bit of a tweak to the recipe that they they put um wood chips from one of the distilleries okay into it it's good really yeah yeah Very a lot good. of people they end up putting beer in in the barrels and let the let it sit in the old bourbon barrels yeah those will rock your friggin world i think they did it th- that reverse yeah put the the barrel inside the beer instead of the beer inside the barrel i always wonder how they keep the beer carbonated once they put it inside the bourbon barrel i wonder if they recarbonate it they probably just force carbonate it afterwards yeah that's probably the way to do it yeah i don't I think that's i think most beer i think most commercial beer is force carbonated i think well <clears throat> like the small guys i wonder how they do it because i think it has to be under pressure and there's all kinds i think once it leaves it's i don't know but you know I think who even should ask. But I think even the small guys force carbonate. Brett would know. <laughs> you mean the guy that makes it? Yeah, we yeah. gotta talk to I him. bet I bet the guy that makes it knows how to yeah. make it. <laughs> <laughs> or put it on a nitro tap. Does that does that Ooh. does that carbonate it, Nate? Does that give it carbonation? Or no, nitro will that's like Guinness. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nitro it nitrogenates it. Yeah. Nitrogen. What if you what if you put nuclear nuclear stuff in beer (laughs) (laughs) like like what if you had like a nuclear reactor beer yeah like beer made from nuclear power just from the heat could you imagine the labeling you could put like a nuclear like bomb explosion on it and be like this beer is nuclear and like millions just be like don't millions and and you could literally put a giant warning label on it that says <laughs> do not drink it may contain radioactive material oh my god yes. and people would be like oh please yeah. <laughs> i want it as give much me as more. i can get if you're gonna drink red bone monster you're not afraid to drink nuclear beer <laughs> i can tell you right now <laughs> nate nate's already wrote a copyright he's like don that's mine <laughs> you guys aren't doing it you just take the <laughs> yeah, you could use the heat from the reactor probably. Yeah, why not? That'd you just have perfect. to find a way to keep it from getting radioactive. We know a we know a guy that can yeah. help us. Yes. We, we engineer that. Engineer that. This is gonna be huge. You're gonna be the next Steve Jobs. D- I hope not. Because you know, Steve, no, you know what I mean? Not not the cancer part. Oh, I didn't think that either. Have you ever read the? Have you ever read up about Steve Jobs? He wasn't as great of a just, guy as people. Thought. I know. I'm just saying the yeah. part where he was like, and I'm. This is I heard a comedian making fun of him. Oh, but he okay. was like, he was like, yeah, like everybody's like, oh, it's a great loss of the world. It's like really. Um, he was like, I want to be able to have all of my music in this phone, <laughs> make it happen, and just like he had all these nerds that would just do it. Yeah, like he didn't he wasn't the nerd coming up with the technology. He was just the guy that was like, Oh, you know what? Um, I want to touch screen on this. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he did lay the, the fabric, the groundwork, right? Radium girls. Yeah. That's what I'm looking this thing up. I got to look up the radium oh, girls you're do it on there. Okay. All right, Nate, let me just put us down another freaking hole here. I just thought it'd be interesting. Oh, I don't know. That girl doesn't really have any facial features. Radium girls. Did they I, drink? I think that's a drawing. Was it radioactive beer? All right, let's look this it's up. It's a movie. Radium, from, radium from exposure. 2018. Huh. 
Oh, were they the ones from the Manhattan Project? They were painting no, watch dials. No. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew about this. Because they'd have to get the paintbrush to go to a little point. So someone would lick it. And they all got the radium. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Look, so they uh, they point the brush. They were told to point the brushes on their lips in order to give them a fine tip. They also painted their fingernails, face, Why are you and painting teeth your teeth with the glowing substance? You don't want your teeth to glow? No. Like, come on. Just don't brush your teeth like, for a this year. This is back it's when, like, glow. glowing. Like, could you imagine? Nothing glowed back then except for your watch <laughs> dial. Dude, <laughs> things were so sketchy back in the day. Like, everyone had to find out stuff the hard way. There was, like, <laughs> there's no. Oh, man. And then they would cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. They would cover it up. They, yeah. You think that they were the first radium, you know, victims? I, I don't think so. I think I got a little bit of radium on my watch. <laughs> my watch. Uh... Careful. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not sure, though. All right, Nate. Here's the thing. Let's not ingest any radioactive uh, substances. Let's just use the heat to make the beer. Yeah. Yeah. Use the heat. Yeah. There's got to be a way to do that. Or use the... You gotta use multiple transducers. You gotta take the energy from the nuclear, yeah, and turn it into electricity, and then use the electricity to power a transducer to turn the electricity back into heat. Interesting. Okay, we're doing that now right. um, in our homes. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll take your word for it. Well, you know, like we are we already have nuclear power plants. Yeah. And they just make electricity, and then you send the electricity to your house, and then you turn it into heat. Do you really think that in uh, in Seneca Lake, you know, how everyone gets all crazy that that place is is actually a like radioactive site? Oh, the the, the like platform out the navy, yeah. the navy. Do you know who whatever? would know? Nate would know. That's why <laughs> Nate's here. He's part of the conspiracy. Uh... Oh, Nate. We got you now. <laughs> we got you. Um, We're going to have to get Nate and Newt together. Yes. <laughs> Do the conspiracy. Can we Can we get one of these on a Reaper? Yeah, I, I know, Nate. They, they do the sonar testing, but everyone was... There's all these conspiracies that it was like the sonar. Hidden, the hidden nuclear... Sonar is what they weapons. want you to think. Yeah. Sonar is what they want you to that's the That's the line. Shifty eyes. <laughs> do you really think... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know, Nate. Exactly. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No. But could you imagine? Like, everyone... The worst they... Everyone's like, oh, they'll shoot you if you drive your boat there. Like people used to drive their boat there all the time, and the worst that would happen would they would be like, uh, they'd like yell at you, like turn your boat around. Like they're there's people out there. They're like, there, there used to turn be. Boat around. I don't know if there is any more. There used to be people huh. out there, and it, what it was is they would do like Nate said, sonar. Yeah, I'm sure you knew that. Yeah, yeah they like tested. Yeah. It's like well. it's like a thousand feet deep. Yeah. So, but I I love when people get on get on all kind like there like there's like a Loch Ness monster in Seneca Lake you've heard of that oh yeah what is what's the name of that I forget what they call that there's thing. a name for it yeah um the Seneca Lake something the Seneca serpent yeah is that what it is that sounds <laughs> it sounds made up but maybe <laughs> that's the, what people say no that's what it is they Seneca named a beer serpent. after it at the at abandoned oh did they really Seneca serpent stout wow Jeez. Hey, speaking of we should do one for Cuca. we should do like the Cuca 
What rhymes with Kyuka? I mean, you're in trouble. Dude. I am. <laughs> I don't think I am. We need like a lock. the crooked, the the crooked monster. <laughs> the crooked monster. That just sounds like something that some guy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh god. The crooked monster. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> god. It's gotta be crooked something. What happened to this podcast? How do we go from such tough subjects to naming monsters and lakes? <laughs> Trying to build nuclear reactors. It's very hard to try to name a monster without it sounding dirty. <laughs> it's just like just don't say monster after all the monster names <laughs> have already been taken. Oh god. Um, so here's some news. I don't know if you heard this yet, but the 18th Amendment is gonna have a soft opening giggity on uh January 27th. They are taking reservations now. So um, put in your reservations for the soft opening at the 18th Amendment on January 27th. And there is a menu up front, um, I believe on the front glass. A really nice menu. So you can uh, go check out what's what's new with the uh, menu at the 18th Amendment. Really nice menu. And get fired up fired up did you did you read it mm-hmm. is there anything like that you were like man that uh, sounds awesome a bunch of things a bunch of things there's a bunch of different things that's like whoa no one what was the one the the way they describe the food is ridiculous like it just all sounds good the yeah. way they like put stuff the one with the lobster uh and, like it's like lobster ravioli they got lobster ravioli or something i can't remember what it was i'd have to look in the menu but they're like like ice cold lobster like in like in these pillowy like i don't know what they wrote and i was like <laughs> dude that just sounds great <laughs> do they have uh was there a steak on the menu i can't remember i've heard rumors i think but i, I didn't get a, a chance to go look at it i think there's a steak yeah you can't get a steak in Penyan. You can't get a good steak in Penyan. Uh, uh, you know the Union Block does a good steak. Do they have a good steak over there? Yeah, uh, they don't always do it, but they'll do a steak special. It's pretty ah, good. special. Yeah, yeah. No, usually Ports Cafes where the steaks are at. Yeah, so they had a uh... usually just go to my house for a good steak. In all mm. seriousness, so they have a. Uh, you'll like this one, a pecan. Pecan or pecan. Is that on a website or did you take a picture? Took a picture. Uh, double or crust pecan, double crusted double lamb chops, seasonal vegetables, lively run goat cheese, and sultana bread pudding and thyme juice. Was that all one thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing sounds legit. And then. Can uh, you re- repeat that? No, I'll never do it again. <laughs> so then there's the ranch, which is a true New York strip steak. Fingerling potatoes, seasonal vegetables served with house steak sauce. Not A1. House. House. They make it their own. That's oh. kind of awesome. Okay, so this I one. Like, I like when people make their own sauces. This one's called water. And this is the ravioli one I was talking about. Ravioli pillows of cold water lobster with chive and lemon zest. FLX champagne, cream, and caviar. That sounds pretty... Uh bougie um delectable yeah De- decadent decadent you know what i'm saying i was like sounds pretty decadent i was reading those things I was like man those sound good <laughs> everything sounds good kind of want to go to this restaurant yeah this place is uh gonna be popping yeah. yeah it is it is i'm ready for it 
it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, sweet. Well, what do you think? Uh, well, uh, I think that uh, time to go. Do time to go. Other, other things. Cool. Hey, hey, Nate, thanks for playing along with us. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to get nuclear secrets and everything. It's kind of. Sorry, I kept saying nuclear. Every evil, fun of George every w. Bush. evil villain wants nuclear power. So I just you like, think so. It's part of like what's in the penguin just want fish because <laughs> Phil's like you either want to you either want a rocket and with a rocket comes nuclear power. Right. So how can you be evil without a rocket ship? Evil, evil, evil. Yeah. So. Somebody said that we should change the name, to, and I, I told them absolutely not, but uh, maybe a segment. They said that we should change the name of the show to uh, Get Your Fill. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I was like, well, I wish that. That should be like You your, should have been here two years ago. <laughs> you should like start a, like have a fire in the background, wear like a, I don't know, like an, maybe an overcoat. or Just you, slowly sip a single gla- dra- scotch. Dress down and like just wear like a robe. And like talk to the camera, and just call it get your fill. There's there's no world, oh. and you gotta have like there's a no world in which rug. that's there's yeah. Yeah. there's no world in which that's a good idea. Get your fill, and chest hair is always good. just a little chest hair showing the whole time. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah we got this. This will be great. All right, Nate, uh, just come up with the plans for that uh, nuclear beer. We'll be waiting. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. See you guys. (laughs) Have a great day.